Hi, I'm Rosie. I'm going to do this episode on talking about trying not to copy the same or do the same behavior as a narcissist does and talking about how easy it is to do that when you get caught up in the madness that they create and just simply being in a relationship with them. It's really, really easy to do the same behavior that they do. Um, And I thought about doing this because I was re-listening to the episode that I did yesterday and I was talking about um, how you can, um, like, get caught up doing the same things that a narcissist does. And the other thing that I was sort of, the other angle that I want to go at is you can... It gets, it's, it's, it's confusing. I need to try to work out how to say it. But uh, I was talking about how um, a narcissist reads into things and they sort of misinterpret situations all the time. So when there's a nice occasion for everybody else, <clears throat> they're reading into things. And when somebody has said something to them, that they read into that as meaning something by it and all that sort of stuff and then that's when all the craziness and madness and strife comes into it and I thought about it a lot because I thought well hang on I actually do that all the time with the narcissist people that I'm in a relationship with every every communication basically I read into it what did they mean by that what did they mean when they said that and I thought well am I doing the same bad behavior that they're doing and I got I got quite confused and I feel confused even saying it but I'm not because I know that they do mean something by everything that they do almost everything that they say Red light camera ahead. there is a message um, in it or behind it or you know they had they always they nearly always do have an intention and when they do say something, there does is something meant in it. And so I sort of got a bit stuck on that because I'm like, okay, how do I work all that one out? Because I'm saying, like I'm talking about what they do, you know, badly. Um, is then that's one of the biggest ones. But then I'm always, always doing it when I'm in communication or contact with them. And I guess the the point behind it is that that's, that's how they operate. That's how their mind works. So I guess that's why they always read things into it because they operate like that. So they must, at a subconscious level, be thinking everyone else does too. And the thing is, most people aren't majority of people aren't and I thought a lot about it and I thought I could probably get the exact same message from them as I could get from somebody else somebody that I get on well with and it could be uh, something as simple as a really brief message and when it's from like my mom and it's really really blunt brief message 
I know that she's doing that on purpose. She's doing that intentionally. She's doing it to withhold and be cold and all of that stuff. Whereas if I got it from, say, one of my, um, I don't know, my sons or one of their girlfriends, I would just think, oh, they must be really busy. Or, you know, they just said what they needed to say. That's all they needed to say. That's all they had time for. That's, you know, I don't think anything of it. Wouldn't think a thing of it. I wouldn't be going, oh my gosh, how come that's all they said? How come they didn't, you know, say anything else? Well, what's... And so it's, it's actually, it's a very confusing thing. But if you are in a relationship with a narcissist or have been, then you know exactly what I would be referring to here. Red light camera ahead. Sorry. Um, my mum is very calculated, has been very calculated with how she communicates. Red light camera ahead. Oh. Um, she would do that, play those sort of tricks all the time. So it could be a text and she might send maybe a fairly nice one, one that even sounds a bit loving. And then when you respond to it, she'll then come back with a really blunt, cold one. And it's a game. It's a game that she plays. It's a trick that she does. Maybe she's said something with a bit of information and then you'll go, oh my gosh, you know, is everything okay? And then she'll just all good now and that's it. it it just and you know you just know without a doubt that she's doing something there she's being naughty but if somebody else did that I, w- I honestly wouldn't think twice about it um so that's a really tricky one to get your head around because you feel like you're getting caught up in doing what they do because you do, you read into everything that they do. You know, just drawing on my experiences. So I know from the minute they walk in the door, the look on their face, where they're at. Are they cranky? Are they on a high, like a fake high? Maybe because some other people are around and they're like gonna be unnaturally happy on this particular occasion. You always know that there's some kind of game being played, some intention, some hidden meaning behind all of their movements pretty much. It's, I feel really bad saying this because it sounds awful. It sounds really, really awful to talk about somebody being like this, but it's exactly how it is. And my mum, there's just absolutely zillions of times when I've, you know, pretty much every single situation, every contact would be something like this. She would deliberately be really nice to this person while being quite rude to this person. You know, at the same table. At the same table, she could be praising up to no end this person while being quite rude and, you know, mean even to another person, you know, sitting on the other side of her or completely ignoring somebody or completely dismissing a conversation about someone who she's not, you know, approving of or happy with or whatever is going on in her head um, while being super, super nice and excited and happy for something that's being talked about about the person that she's happy with. It's all, all that sort of stuff. And it's really messing, head-messing stuff. 
but there is always always an agenda and maybe I don't know should strike up a conversation wanting you to know all about oh just the first example that comes to my mind is maybe um, she met a lady at the shop and she wanted to tell her what a great job she's doing in such and such and really praising her up so she just wants to tell everybody about it and you know she's not just telling you like the rest of us would just have a conversation and go oh my gosh I met you know this person at the shop and she thought I was really great you know and you'd just say it in a flippant normal conversation whereas my mum would say it with so much intention she's wanting everybody to know she's put so much weight and esteem has been taken from this praise that she's been given and she wants everybody to know all about it she wants all the attention on her and I don't know if this is making sense but there's just such a difference there's such a difference with encounters with them than with encounters with other people and I'm just coming to my mind is Christmas time Christmas get-togethers with our family they were just full, absolutely loaded with all her behaviour and intentions. So while all the normal healthy people could just get together and just be and just enjoy a nice time, um, it's, that's not happening in her head. She's there full of all this, these intentions and she's got come arrived armed with all of this she's mad at this one she's so she's going to be like that she's going to behave like this and everything every single conversation that you know comes out of her mouth and every action pretty much is like swinging around all her intentions and it's really bad and I guess why I read into it is because I've had so many years experience with it and watch this behavior and been under this behavior so long I'm completely in tune with it I'm completely know how they operate and how they work so I do know without a doubt that when she's sent a message saying this I know what she's meaning behind it I completely know she's not just sending a nice a nice normal message even though if someone didn't have these relationships might just see it as pretty nice message but you always know you just always know and so when I was saying like that's how um, they're always interpreting intentions in other people's words and actions I guess that comes because that's where their mind is working from so they are always operating like that so they I guess just presume everybody else is I guess that's what it is they just presume that because they do it and they think like that and act like that they presume that everybody else is so when you meant absolutely nothing by something that you said or didn't say because so often it is what you don't say when you meant absolutely nothing by it, not a thing, not a shred of 
malice or meaning was put into what you just said or didn't say, um, they completely interpret that there was something in it, completely. And they think, because you very briefly, you know, greeted them when they came in the door, they interpret that as you being cold and not nice to them and rude to them. Whereas you, the actual situation might have been, you've just got home from a really busy day and you're just, you know, about to go in your room and get out of your uniform or something or rushing to the toilet maybe. Maybe it could be as simple as that. Um, And you meant absolutely nothing at all. But they start seething because that's how they see it. That's what you just did to them. You just snubbed them. You just did all this stuff to them. You had have no clue that you've done it. Absolutely no clue. But that's what they think. And they, they hold on to every single little thing. They do. They never let it go. They never forget it. They never get over it. They never drop it. They never brush it off. Never brush it off. And that's what a normal person does. They just brush it off. Even if something, someone did mean something by it, it wasn't you know, a real nice thing that they said. Um, you know, they may be annoyed for a little bit, but they'll brush it off. They'll let it go. They'll just get over it pretty quickly is what normal people do and most people do. But definitely not a narcissist. They do not let it go. It, they hold it. It's like they have a, I don't know, a cardboard box inside their head where they store it all. And it's all there on record. And they keep it. And um, they probably keep looking at it and keep checking on it. So when an opportunity does come at some point and you have some sort of conflict situation with them, all of those moments that you didn't even know existed will come back at you, will come up. And they'll just unload it all on you that you did this and you didn't do that. And they were really upset by it. And it's really, like, hard. You can't comprehend it because you just, you don't get it. You just don't get it. You just didn't know any of that happened. You had no clue that that's what you might have come across as like. Um, And then some of the things that come in with that is you, you really start questioning yourself and you really, you know, it can really like shake your confidence because you think, oh my God, am I like that? Am I like actually really quite a horrible person half the time? Am I quite rude and abrupt and snobby and treat people like that? So you really, really start analysing yourself and questioning yourself and wondering how do you, how you actually do come across like, are you like that all the time? Are you like that around other people? Is that what everyone at work thinks about me? Is that what I'm like, you know, to, to friends and in other occasions? And so all of that stuff just undermines you and messes with you. And they're all the ways that lead you to just simply not be able to get on with the narcissist. You just can't get on when the relationship functions like this all the time. All the time there's all this happening and all this happens 
all the time. So you can't, you just can't, it's impossible to have a normal relationship. And I think as I'm saying that, I'm just thinking like, for example, um, the narcissistic people that I know, they do have quite nice relationships with other people. And that's because they don't do this with everybody. They're not doing it. There's only a few selected people in their world that they do all this with. So they're not swinging their agenda around on everybody. So they can actually just get on with other people, but just not you and just not the other people that they've chosen to treat like this and be like this with. So they will have good relationships and they will have like, people that they get on well with and then you know that gets messy because then you're like well it must be me you know other people don't seem to have this problem and um, they get on really well with these people it must just be me and it's not it's just that they don't do that to other people they'll they're you most likely not going to be their only one there will be a few others that they do this to some may not recognize it you know a lot of a lot of people don't have awareness don't have awareness at all so they'll just put up with it and go along with it and just you know it's just how it is but if you well if you're listening to here then you obviously have awareness um so you will definitely know what's going on very much so um but yeah that kind of explains why a narcissist will still have some good relationships because they're not doing it with everyone and so just thinking about like the family Christmas lunch not everyone there is copying it from them not everyone there is being treated like that so they will be having a nice time with some people there because they're the people that they're being nice to so at the same dinner table they're being rude and you know snobby to one person on their side on the other side they're being really really lovely so that person's not going to have a problem at all with them not at all and that's why you've got to be really 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 careful about who you share it with and talk to and open up with and say anything to because um like just in that context of a family they're not going to agree with you at all because they're getting super nice treatment they don't if they don't have the awareness they're not going to see what you're getting they don't care they just care that they're getting the nice treatment so most of the time they're not going to care they're just happy to be getting all the nice stuff so you're not going to get mostly not going to get that support if you do that's awesome but in my experience I definitely haven't and the ones that you know get the nice treatment they're just happy to be getting the nice treatment they don't actually give a shit that you're getting what you're getting um i think that's really harsh but that's just one of the facets of all of this um but yeah so that's why i guess the narcissist can swing people on board with them because when they're really nice to people then they're going to have them as friends or you know good family members so that's how they do get their little band of people around them and that's also how this can just get really sort of messy for you because if you are one of the few you can so easily 
come across looking like the bad one in the situation. You can very easily, and then they can so easily um, do all that they do, and that's what they do, the damage. They start talking about you, they start saying, oh, well, you know, whatever, but then that's how they can make you look like the problem one. And then it can just snowball from there. And when you've had years and years in these relationships, that's how you get into such a bad situation because it rolls on like this for so long. So in a family context, it roll on like this for so many years and normally, well, no, I don't know if it's normally, but in my experience, the good ones have always stayed the good ones. The bad ones stay the bad ones. So the good ones never change, so they never get to experience the bad treatment and what it's really like to cop the bad side. Um, so they're never, ever, ever going to have insight for what it's been like for you. And if they have that low level of awareness, they don't care. They don't see it. They don't look. So they don't care. Their eyes are like half shut. They're just happy with their position. So they don't want to know about you. And they'll just buy the story that they've been given that you're the problem. You're the bad one. You're the problem. There wouldn't be a problem if you didn't... And that's where this gets so freaking twisted because then that, you know, it looks like you're reading into things. You're the one overreacting. Do read into situations. The narcissist person was actually really nice at that dinner. You just read into it. You just overreacted or, you know, really misinterpreted what they meant when they said that. Whereas you know that you didn't. You know there was meaning. And that's why this just gets so, so twisted. And you can literally go insane if you let yourself. It's all so crazy and such a high level of insanity that you seriously can go insane if you were to just give up and not fight it. And you got to keep fighting otherwise you will go insane and if you don't go insane then you'll go into like bad coping mechanisms like addictions and all sorts of stuff just to deal with all the damage and the crap and the confusion and the guilt and all of it that gets heaped on you so I just this has all sounded very confusing to me as I'm saying it. I know what I'm trying to say. So I hope it has made sense when I've spoken it and come across. And what I'm really trying to emphasize is the madness of it all. How in, insanely hectic and intense it all is. And it's just so twisted. I've just got this picture of this big tangled mess that is absolutely impossible to untangle, completely impossible because it's all just so, so tightly twisted up and tangled because that's how all this works. And again, I, I emphasize pretty much with every one of my episodes, nobody would understand or have any clue what I'm talking about here unless they've been there. And if you've been there, you know exactly what I'm talking about and what I'm meaning so it's kind of very selective amount of people that are going to understand this 
but I guess because I guess why I'm speaking about it why I'm speaking about it is because it is so insane and it's so full-on and when you are that one of those few people caught up in it and no clue for so long as to what has been going on what the hell has been happening um it's helpful to hear this stuff to go yeah that actually is exactly how it works and you know that's the exact description of it all and how it operates and that's why I have struggled so long why I can't make any sense of it I think just hearing that is so vitally important to get some validation because if you are someone like me I have just been so on my own for so long in my own some of some of the journey and I get really sad you know occasionally I'll come across you know a friend or a colleague at work and they may have some a narcissistic person in their family some really difficult behavior people but they'll have other people on board there'll be other people maybe they have trouble with their mom but their mom's sister sees right through her and is there for that for that daughter to help them and support them and understand them and I'm finding that a lot most people will have other family members that totally get it and that's not something I've had which is really sad for me I would love to have had that um, so I guess maybe I don't even know but maybe that's why I'm doing this these podcasts to reach out to people like me that have just been doing this alone um, because it's hard it's a really hard slog to be there alone it really is um, I'll leave it at this for today so thank you so much for listening